Hi there, and welcome to the Man in the Van podcast, your regular audio drive time companion, where our main aim is education through a conversation. Through our conversations, delve deep into all things related to the tradesperson contracting community, from news to education to industry happenings, helping you do better business while building a better and improved South African tradesmen and women contracting community. Thanks for tuning in. Let's start the conversation. A warm welcome to our audience. My name is Willem Klopper. I'm your host. And in this episode, we will have a conversation with some of the ladies in the auditing team of IOPSA. And they will share with us some of the challenges that women in auditing face, as well as what positive aspects there are in being a compliance auditor. Now, with me in studio, I have Ms. Lorraine Moy, the Stakeholder Relationship Manager of IOPSA, as well as an auditor of IOPSA. Also, we have Kitiwe Shabangu, or Kate, also an auditor of IOPSA. We have Nokatula, or Tula, Slatswayo, uh, also an audit, auditor in IOPSA. And we also have Jabulile Nkosi, also an auditor with IOPSA. And uh, ladies, very warm welcome to you in the studio. Thank you for your time and your effort in joining us for this uh, episode. Thank you for having us. Thank you for having us. Just before we give our guests the opportunity to introduce themselves, let's hit the brakes. We'd like to remind our audience that this episode is proudly brought to you by Articulate It Plumber. All right, ladies. So... Just before I fire away with all of the other questions that I have for you, please would you care to just very briefly introduce yourself to the audience. Kate, if we can start with you, your current role in your organization, uh, a brief career background, um, and and where you are based and which one of the IOPSAs offices are you based, uh, etc. Kate, if we can start with you. Okay, hi everyone. As I was introduced, my name is Ketu Shabangu, and I'm currently an in-house auditor at IOPSA. Uh, a brief description of basically where I've been and how I became an auditor. So I studied civil engineering uh, at Central Johannesburg College, and then after that, um, I chose a trade in plumbing. You have to choose between bricklaying and plumbing. So I chose a trade in plumbing and after I think six months of my graduation, I got an opportunity to actually be trained to become a plumber. It took me around about like two years or so if I'm not mistaken and that's how I became and then I landed here to become a compliance auditor. Yeah. And basically I'm based in the Houting uh, office in Edenvale. Yeah. All right. Jabulile. Good day, everyone. My name is Jablili, as I've already been introduced. My plumbing journey actually started when I was very young. My dad um, has, well, still currently running a plumbing company. So during school holidays, we were always had to go and work. Oh. Okay, but I'm a bit of a tomboy. So for me, it's always been interesting. So as, as, as I grew up high school, then I went to tertiary, then I went to a 9-to-5, as always. After my graduation, I went to a 9-to-5. I used to work at NOLA Food Corp, head office. I was in the marketing and PR department. Um, so as it went, I got a bit bored. I was bored, you know, and I was like, but this is not what I really want to do. And funny enough, I applied for a job, again, in the building industry, in the... In the insurance industry, I got and I got to leave the marketing and PR field, and I went into construction again. 
got there, was in the credit department, got bored in the credit department. I moved, I asked to be moved to the plumbing department. Okay, then I was promoted to be a general manager. And then I became head of the plumbing department. So what I used to do, how I started to be in the plumbing department, I asked my boss to, over weekends, can I go with the plumbers? You know, because I wanted to see, I wanted to know what is a reducer, what is a, as opposed of me invoicing, and I was like, what is that? What is that? So I, I wanted to have a feel and know what's going on and how a geezer works. Because when the insurance company and clients call me and they're talking about an element and a PRV, I needed to know what I was, it was all about. So I went out into the field, I learned and I learned and I learned and I learned. And then I discovered I have a passion for this and I'm doing well for the company. I'm like, no, but why can't I do this for myself? Then I took a year off and I went to a trade and I went to, to school. I went to Nomanzi Plumbing School. I did a full course in plumbing and I got my qualifications and I went on short courses for solar. I just wanted more information so that when I, and I resigned, opened my own plumbing company as well. I run my own company, plumbing company. I work with insurance companies as well. And I was also, so when I went to the IOPSA meetings, because I'm a member of IOPSA as well, and I was thinking, and I, you know, auditors, but I was like, no, this is what I want to do, you know, apart from running my company, you know, I'm very interested. And I applied, and I still go on, show, I, I haven't stopped, I still go on, on courses even now, every time, so that I keep abreast of the regulations and the standards. Yeah, so that's how I came about. Look at Tula. How about yourself? Okay. Um, hi, everyone. My name is Nukutula Sajwayev, originally from Newcastle. Recently moved to Durban uh, to join the IOPSA team. Um, me heading to like a plumbing trade, um, I did civil engineering at school in Amajuba Technical College. Um, and I did uh, civil engineering up till N6. Um, and then while I was busy with my N6, uh, came an opportunity of an apprentice from the One Leaks project funded by water and sanitation. So the only civil trade that was offered by the apprentice was plumbing. So as I was doing civil engineering, I opted for plumbing. Um, I had no, uh, I didn't have much information about plumbing. Like I, I never had it in me that I would be a plumber one day. So I got that apprentice, uh, started training as a plumber in the Newcastle Training Center. Um, after that, we did, uh, I got an in-service training in the Department of Correctional Service. Uh, that's where uh, I, I got interested. Uh, I loved plumbing, like doing it live, uh, because we got exposed like, to both domestic and industrial plumbing. Um, so after my training in the correctional services, that's when I felt love for plumbing. I love plumbing and I knew that it, plumbing is what I want, I want to do. So after my in-service training of um, 18 months, I did in-service training for 18 months, I went back to the training center to did my trade certificates and I passed and became a plumber. Um, then I think a few months after qualifying as a plumber, I got an opportunity, a great opportunity to join the IOPSA team to be a compliance editor. Um, I didn't even have much information about what a compliance auditor is, what a compliance auditor does. And when I went to do, like after I got a call for my interview to join IOPSA, like I went to the IOPSA website and I came across Katie's interview. Uh, 
uh, and it was very interesting because she's a, uh, I figured that she's a young lady um, and she's a plumber and I got interested, I read her interview where she explained what, uh, what, a, uh, what a compliance auditor is, what a compliance auditor does and I fell in love. So that's how I got into plumbing and how I got to IOPSA. Lorraine, please introduce yourself to the audience. <laughs> Um, hello everyone, I'm Lorraine Moy. I am a compliance auditor, stakeholder relationship manager of OPSA, CPD committee chairperson, uh, transformation committee chairperson. Um, I live, breathe, eat, sleep plumbing. It's, it encompasses every facet of my life. My mother is a licensed plumber as well. well we had a, a business. She now, her and my sister now have their own business. My sister's also become an apprentice plumber. <laughs> Which is ironic. So now it's like the Moy and her daughters. Um, <laughs> it's like, um, um, I became a plumber because I had studied financial information systems um, in 2007. I graduated and I was like 20 years old and I thought to myself, I don't want to do this for the rest of my life. This is not what I signed up for. <laughs> Um, coding and accounting and, and I was like no 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 and at that point my mom had started studying becoming a plumber and I said to her you know I'd like to do what you do for a bit um, sold first toilets first time round, and by the third pan I was in love and I knew this is what I want to do with the rest of my life um, and when we finally qualified at Oliphants I was like yes and I was like what's next and obviously then registered with the professional body from the professional body, then got introduced to our officer by accident, actually. Got invited to one of the events. <laughs> I just happened to be on the guest list for whatever reason, but anyway. Um, that was Border Region, which is where I'm originally from. I'm from the Trans Sky, from Butterworth. And um, we, we then be, I then became the secretary of the Border Region. From there, I then joined the PRB as a board member. And then from there, I became CPD manager and I'm the stakeholder manager. So it's just been a natural progression. Um, I, I love my industry. I love everything to do with it. And um, as I've been told before, had I been a man, and I think any of us in this room, had, except for you, Willem, of course, <laughs> if we had all been men, um, I'll, I, I think our paths might have been not easier, Shay, but I think simpler. But, you know, with us being having this, uh, this chromosome of being females, it's been a little bit much harder to, to become what we've become. And when I found out about the auditing process, I was like, I want to become an auditor. I was determined. And uh, 2018, I became an auditor, uh, which was, I was actually very, very, very happy about that. I still am. I still enjoy every aspect of this. Mm. Well, I, you know, the thing is, I certainly think that all of you, the, the, the four ladies that I've got with me in studio today, certainly can give themselves a pat on the back. Um, for what you've achieved, the, the ladder that you have to climb to where you are today, the successes that you have reached. Um, it certainly isn't a, 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 a just a simple path. It, it, was, it was a way to get to where you are today. And I love to hear the passion. It's very and extremely interesting for me to hear <laughs> where, where you started, the things that you studied. Lorraine, you IT and PR and marketing and, 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 and civil engineering and those kind of things. Um, you know, it's so interesting to then discover how you found an interest in the plumbing industry and eventually ended up in becoming auditors. Just before we continue the conversation, it's time to hit the brakes again. Don't forget to download the all-new and improved App Plumber from the Google Play Store. All your plumbing solutions are just a click away, exclusively for Android users. I want to ask 
what does it take? What what have you got to go through to become an auditor? Uh, certainly, there's there's some training and 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 those kind of things that 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 is involved in becoming an auditor. After your trade test and all the exam and everything, when I applied, I actually went through an hour and a half um, online exam with PRIB. That was challenging. <laughs> but um, I made it. You know, I was confident because I knew my stuff and I knew the regulation. I guess with us women, we see, we, we are perfectionists. You know, we don't, we don't, you don't just install a gizz and go. You know, you ha- it's done pre- to precision. Yeah. You know, so that was one of the challenges, which I enjoyed the exam. I did enjoy it. And I was like, Who? funny, and I made it. And uh, as well, you come across when you actually are the auditor in the field. Yeah, that's when you, it's a bit tense when you start. It's a bit challenging and you meet these huge guys, you know. And they're like, what do you know, little girl? <laughs> you know, but as it progresses, it gets better. And I've enjoyed the ride. I must say it's crazy, but it's a beautiful ride. Lorraine, what what entails uh, through through IOPSA to to ensure that the the auditors are competent in 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 the auditing process and doing audits and conducting audits, um, knowing what they have to look for and understanding the plumbing work, not only plumbing work but also the the requirements of perhaps the standards, etc. No, it's it's all about knowledge. You can't be a compliance auditor. You can't tell somebody they're doing something wrong if you not yourself don't know if it's wrong or right. So for, so obviously, you know, you have to know your standards and that's why you have that entrance exam to become an auditor in the first place. Then you go through training with the senior auditor in your region who's been an auditor for a while and you have to um, kind of hold his toolbox for a while mm-hmm. <laughs> and, you know, and do, all the, and do all of that good stuff. And when he says go left, you go left. He goes right, you go right. Um, because as much as you know the, the knowledge, um, every auditor is different because you now have to apply that knowledge and you have to apply to the situation and you have to apply to, to the conditions. And then you've got the plumber, as Jabu so eloquently put it, you know, the plumber is going off at you on this side. You're like, but so, <laughs> and he'll tell you he's been a plumber for 30 odd years. And I have to say, when I started plumbing, um, I started plumbing in the border region, which is East London. And I have to say, the guys, they were, more res- were, were much nicer. I'm going to put it that way. And they were more receptive to the fact that I, I had become an auditor. And that, you know, because we already had a rapport, we've, we, we're small regions, so we all know each other and we kind of have an understanding of all. And plus, I don't take nonsense, so... <laughs> Um, I'll tell you right now. This is how it goes. But at the same time, you know, it's a it's a training exercise, and the guys within the border region were much more receptive, you know, to me. Then I moved to Pretoria. That's a whole nother kettle of fish. Oh, another <laughs> the whole another ball game. <laughs> like I think for every five audits I have, like one is nice. <laughs> <laughs> the four, the gentlemen are just not, they're not just used to, you know, this, I'm, I'm, I mean, like, Dub and I are quite, you know, and Kate, we like short, so we're these tiny people, mm-hmm. and we're kind of telling you that you need to do it like this, like this, like this, and he's telling you, but I've been doing it like this for years, and that's the fact that matter is that you haven't been doing it right all this time, ah. and the first question you ask the plumber is, do you have a copy of your standards, and then it's a, um, uh, um, uh, um, mm-hmm. uh, and he said, but you need to have a copy of your standards, yeah. how can you not have a copy of your standards? As a professional, these are your. These, this is what guides you. This is what tells you how to do your installation properly. If you're not, if you don't have a copy of that, then how have you been plumbing all these years? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then continuously from there, then you become an auditor, and you, and um, from there, every month we have training, and how do we make ourselves better as auditors? Yeah. Um, if there's um, 
like uh, we've seen like across the country, there's like a certain issue that keeps cropping up all the time. Yeah. We then have to get together and discuss and how do we manage it? And like also... Com- commonly made mistakes. Yes, in, in, commonly. In yes, because you find that in some regions you get this mistake more than this one, but also, uh, but you also have a running three and all the time. And I'm thinking, I think there's 13 of them that are top ones that we all have the same ones. Yeah. Always. It's the TP discharge over... <laughs> then it's the pipes not secured, the non-compliance notice. So all those things, you know, we get together in the room. There's 43 of us auditors across the country. And then and then you've got this audit department. So you've got Steve, you've got Herman, you've got all of them and telling us, you know, guys, we need to do things differently we have applica- there's forms that we sign continuously there's there's a whole lot they don't become an auditor and they're like go out and there yeah. you go you know yeah. there's a support system that's involved and also at the same time you know when there's a part where you now you're slacking or transgressing there's a there's a there's a way that, that we are disciplined let me put it that way it's not as if we've got free reign mm. um auditor comes with with a lot of responsibility Mm. And from that responsibility, you know, you need to, with, with like they say, you've, you've got to make sure that you are you're adhering to the rules and you're making sure that the audit and the, the consumer, number one, is safe. That's the reason why we do audits in the first place, that the consumer is safe, the consumer is informed, and that's why we do what we do. It's a continuous thing. I know Kate will tell you. <laughs> <laughs> what Lorraine just touched on is true. Um, basically, I'm under Kheri's mentorship, mentorship currently, and we normally have meetings every Mondays. So basically, we touch on the challenges that we face with obviously the clients, the plumbers. Um, what can we do differently? Is this method currently working or not? So we constantly have to think of ways to actually do better to be, to be more helpful to help other people to be more informed so it doesn't end as you being a compliance auditor and going out there and inspect on whatever you have to inspect do a report and that's done we constantly have to also you know just be in the loop know what's going on the changes and what can we do to improve ourselves the industry and the people that we are auditing as well so yeah Nokatula. Yeah, um, my training to becoming an auditor was uh, quite challenging on its own, like the training on its own, because uh, when I came here, I was just a qualified plumber, like uh, still trying to find my way around the plumbing industry. Um, and first, when I just got here, they told me you need to first, uh, you need to first be licensed in order to become an auditor. So uh, um, I started going through my standards, like SEN standards. Um, and whilst going uh, through that, um, uh, we had a meet, uh, like Steve had a meeting where there was a dispute of audit. So Steve asked that I join them so I could get used to um, how the auditing works. So I went there with them. And when they started talking, I started doubting myself, am I ever going to be able to handle this? Because it was like it was a dispute between two plumbers, and they were uh, they were both plumbers and both auditors. So the the discussion was quite like uh, for a moment I was lost. Like, am I a plumber? Do I even know what plumbing is? When they started talking, they were talking like plumbing, but <laughs> a very different language of plumbing. The auditing language. <laughs> yes, the auditing language. Yeah, but. <laughs> But from that, I, I told myself that, no, I'm going to do this. So I went back to the office. I went through my standards. I wrote the PRB test, and luckily I passed the first time. And then I started going uh, through the training of becoming an auditor. So I went. Uh, I would go out with Jared 
to go do his audit so to see how uh, how it's done how it works and all that and it all became interesting and when i started on my own i had like a very hard time with the plumbers like i had a dispute with the plumber he asked me uh who are you uh why are you telling me this why are you failing me for this because i've been doing this this whole time and no one has ever failed me and i was like okay it's the standards uh when he saw that it's in the standards he went on to say why does the standards is say um sorry <laughs> so he's asking you why why does the standard tell me yes, how to yes, do this thing why does the standard say this um, and i was like it's it's the standard it how it is so so by the sounds of it it certainly looks as if as if uh, not only auditors in the plumbing industry face challenges but but more specifically also the 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 female auditors find some challenges within the in in the industry um, so can we have a look at and, and revisit i mean a couple of you have mentioned some of the challenges but can we revisit the challenges that you face as female auditors in 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 the plumbing sector job um yes the trust I've had to build relationship of trust with with the plumbers. And what I've noticed more of respect, you know, mutual respect. You know, you're dealing with men here. Mm. You might be right, but there's a certain way of addressing men. You know, we still, there is that patriarchy. It still is there, trust. But now you learn to, to, to read people, you know, and you make them understand. Look, I don't, I, I don't open a dialogue. I refer you to the standards. I'm always with my tablet, so we don't have a dialogue. If I'm telling you this is wrong, you should know you're a qualified plumber. You should know what is right and what is wrong. It's not for me to repeat, but I will tell you that this is wrong. You cannot use a govern. You cannot use a governized pipe for an overflow. Copper. Mm-hmm. That's in the standard. You should know as a lesson. But if you want to argue with it, okay, let's go to the standards. I just opened my tablet. We go standard. What 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 two five four point two point three. That is it. Case closed. So that's how I've learned to 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 maneuver my way around there. I refer straight to the standards. Give you if you are in a high tone, always give you your respect. And every time you give somebody respect, they always come down. Mm. Next time, and you are more likely to meet them again because you that's your job. Yeah. So next time you you have a next time you come across you, you all good and you don't have to be tension. There doesn't have to have any tension. Okay. Okay. So yeah, what Jabu just said it's true. Um, obviously, there are times where you will always be questioned as to why you're failing me here, as to compared to as if a, a man had to, or a male, if I can put it that way, had to tell you that this is wrong, you'd obviously not question. There are a lot of challenges uh, apart from that. Firstly, um, the one that I've, 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 I've just put out there is that yeah, we have to actually put in more effort. You know, it's not as easy as just putting your step ladder and just jumping in. Uh, we're short. <laughs> when you go into all these old houses, the ceiling is so narrow, <laughs> way high. Who thinks of that? I mean, we as men, we, we don't even think about that. We don't, we don't even consider that fact. Yeah. So the one that I just went to before coming, I think at 12 o'clock, um, so uh, I got in, it was a, a very old man. So he was telling me, mm, I don't think you're going to manage. And <laughs> I was laughing because now I know how to tackle things. No, it's okay. Let me help you with the step. But no, I'll, 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 I'll carry it. And when I got in, it's, it's a very old house. It's in Midrand. So the ceiling 
was very high, way high. And he had a lot of things just around the, the passageway. So as I'm setting everything up and I go in and when I was done, when I got out, the first thing he said, good girl. <laughs> I doubted you, but well done. So that is just to show that a lot of people just don't think yeah. you can manage. Mm. Look, there, there, there's a fine line between being a gentleman mm. and patronizing. Yeah. And condescending, yeah. right? And it's nice to be a gentleman. I mean, it it it's a it's a good quality and a good characteristic to have. But but uh, you know, uh, y- you mentioned it. Condescending is mm. a very fine line. Yeah. So um, when I was done, he was happy and he remembered my name the whole way up through because I probably I was think I, in my mind I was thinking he's probably questioning himself. This girl actually did it. This girl actually he didn't you know. So and another thing that's also a challenge. You know we we are females and obviously plumbers will ask for your number and will obviously uh, say oh, I was just want to ask you questions mm. you know when I have a challenge then I could call you but the next thing the person will ask you it's so hot I'm in the roof um, don't you want to join me and you know and you're thinking the, the adva- the inappropriate but, advances you know, but didn't that are being you say made? you're yeah. taking my number just Can to I ask take you out for lunch you know if you need help so that's another challenge that they get excited that mm. there's a female around to yeah. order them some of, i won't say all of them some of them are very very polite and you know yeah, very you respectful just but mentioned there was a gentleman yeah. who you had an interaction with so yeah there so are gentlemen in the industry yeah mm. so and then there are obviously those that will mm. obviously yeah make, I don't like i said make those inappropriate mm-hmm. advances and that's that's certainly a a, a, a com you know i would i would like to think in this day and age that it's not so common anymore um, that people will have a little bit of, you know, a little bit more respect uh, for females in the in their trade in the industry, um, but but it's 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 you know it's 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 a little bit of a, a wind out of a, our sails to hear that it's <laughs> you know you still encounter that and yeah. you experience that. Yeah. Um, but I think if you respect yourself as mm. a as a lady or whoever you are, it's easier for you to obviously be able to address such things um, mm. and for them to actually know that I'm I'm here to obviously, I'm not your boss, uh, we're not friends or mm. anything, mm. I'm just here to inspect on the work, but obviously when you need that help or whatever, we're not being mean, mm. I'm there to help, if I don't know I can obviously channel you to the right directions, so it just when it comes to females, it's just important just to have that self-respect and love and trust me, that challenge will not be much yeah. of a challenge and draw yeah. boundaries yeah yeah for first sure. time first time draw boundaries yeah. the next time you meet everybody has a clear of understanding mm. where we are and also it's word of mouth you know they mm. the, those plumbers like you mentioned the gentleman that was so impressed with you climbing in the roof yeah <laughs> you know and he he completely <laughs> underestimated you being a lady and all he completely mm. underestimated you but he was proud of you he he commended you on having achieved and accomplished it. it's like hey well done girl yeah. um he he's going to remember that female auditor mm. that lady auditor nokatula do you agree he's going to remember and he's going to he's going to tell the other plumbers he's going to go you know what i was audited by a female auditor today <laughs> and you know what i completely underestimated her mm. <laughs> i think we know the standards by the top of our heads the way we're so intimidated because they quiz you mm. the the, mm. the male plumbers they will cu- they will like they will drill you to see if you know your story so you always jeez trust me 
top of my head and then I'll tell you, no, 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 this is what... And they're like, no, man, I was just joking, I know. <laughs> so, yeah. But but I've had, like, quite hard, like, hard, hard, hard human beings, I can, I, I can say that, because after you've argued with what the standard says, you'll even go further as asking, why does the standard say this? After after it's been proven that you were right, the standard is saying that. Then you go as far as asking, why does the standard say this? <laughs> as if you had compiled the standard yourself. Yeah. <laughs> not not necessarily taking into consideration that it was compiled by a technical committee. At, you know, at the at the organization. You know, the applicable organization. So, you know, that's always interesting. Um, as 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 as. as Plumbers, qualified plumbers should know their trade and they should know the requirements uh, for their trade and their work that they do. Um, but it's just good to hear how you, how you take that stand um, and, and let the gentleman understand that, listen, I'm here for business. I know my stuff. I know my work. I know my trade. I know this trade. And um, it, it just take that stand and show, show that respect for yourself and your knowledge your skills, your competencies, and and then sort of earning, I would say, I use the word earning their respect as well in return. Just before we continue the conversation, it's time to hit the brakes again. Plumber training has never been easier with articulated plumber courses. Enroll now to upskill yourself at your own pace and earn CPD points. Our informative and easy-to-follow courses can be found on iopsatraining.co.za. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Articulated Plumber. All right, so I want to ask the next question. Are any of you of the opinion that it is easier to be a male uh, compliance auditor or perhaps a female compliance auditor? I, w- I wouldn't say it's easy to be a mayor because I've been doing this for some time now, so I've actually gained the, the experience to say that it's actually the same. So I don't know, maybe the other females have a have a different opinion because after some time, I mean, if, if, if you get to see what works for you better, if you if you see that, okay, for, 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 for instance, I'll just make a, just a stupid Short example. example. Yeah. So obviously you have to gain access via the trapdoor to inspect in the geyser, right? But obviously there are some people that prefer to open the, the tiles. The yes. So obviously as a, as, as a person, you decide what would be easier for yourself and you go, no, let me just use the trapdoor. That would be easier for me. I think it, it it's the same when it comes to us females. We look at what could be easy for us uh-huh. and that's why we're able to get the same job they do quite easily as well so for me over the years it's it hasn't become i wouldn't say that the the male ha, ha, have it easier it's just that you just need to look what would be best for you obviously that your safety is also not compromised and you can do it the same way that a male can do it what changes would any of you like to see within the plumbing industry i'd have to say um on my side a, a larger participation from women in general um, and also the fact that our male counterparts actually see us as their equals. Um, the fact of the matter is that you know more and more, more and more of us are joining the the plumbing industry, and that we're in we here to stay. 
And we are not your secretaries. We're not here to look pretty. We are not here to um, to stroke your egos. We are here to do exactly the same job as you. So what you find is that a lot of ladies don't touch a uh, a trench up until they have to go do their their trade test, because all the time the guys like no. I'll do it for you. I'll do it for you. I'll do it for you. Which is, we're not. I'm not here for that. I'm here because I need to know how to be able to dig the trench properly. Because yeah. you're not going to be there. I need to be able yeah. to um, to do what I need to do so that I can I can pass my trade test and I can also carry on with my trade further than that. Because at the end of the day, I want to be a plumber. I don't want to be your assistant, yes. and I'm not your secretary. And I, and that and also the the sexual harassment, which is you know my biggest gripe, is the fact of the matter is that men seem to see women as objects, and we are not objects. We are we have feelings, we have brains, we have we have competencies, and you know like what Kate alluded to earlier, the fact that you know a guy sees you, and the first thing he thinks in his mind is you know, you know here's an easy way to to get what I want, um, and that's not how it works. So for us, if the guys would just be able to, you know, take us, even from, from the, especially from the apprentices, because you've got these apprenticeship programs, you've got girls, you've got guys. And at the, already from that level, the boys are already saying, we're the ones that should be the plumbers. Where men, you know, attention to detail, as Jabu alluded to, is not something that they're good at. Attention to details is something that they look at things differently from us. And that we should use our strengths and not have to be, and not try, and us not also become, like, if we want to become men. We're not men. We never will be men. Mm-hmm. We don't have the same... Anything that makes up, I mean, so for us, for us, we need to use what we have and we need to use it yeah. well. But at the, at the same time, the guys need to respect us and respect our role and our growing role in this industry. Yeah. And we are not here to take over your jobs. <laughs> you know, they're so intimidated. It's like, no, now the government is favoring women, everything <laughs> women, they can't even, <laughs> you know, and it's I not that you. we come here because of passion. It's not nice to be a plumber, it's not a holiday. You know, it's just because you, you, you're a technical person, you know. It's you your passion. You, yes. you expressed it earlier on in this conversation. Yes. It's your passion. It's your interest. It's the career path and the trade that you yes. chose. And not look at us. to what the gentleman has. And not look at us as competitors. Yeah. You know, but rather as acquaintances. Yeah. And peers and, 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 peers. and colleagues. If we and colleagues, yes. Yeah. Yeah, so. Now they think we, you you women, you want to take over everything. This, it's not even that. No woman, no girly girl would want to go and, and, and dig a drain. You know, it's because unless you, you have a passion. Unless you have a passion for it. So it comes with the respect. They need to respect yeah. that we we love what we do and we are here for a purpose. As much as they do. As much as they do. <laughs> I mean, I mean, to look at it in, in terms of, of stats, I mean, women are what, 2.2%, and that's internationally. You go to Canada, 2.2%. You go to Australia, only 2.2% of women want to become plumbers. I mean, when would we take, how? <laughs> yeah. exactly. I, I mean, if we're talking about baking cakes, maybe oh. we'd have a bigger <laughs> influx, but unfortunately, we're talking about unblocking the <laughs> <laughs> which is not a if I'm blocking it like for me I love it like it, it brings me joy you know when I smell it it's like ooh money but uh, <laughs> you know when you come back with things but that's the thing that's for me now you put another girl into the situation she's like ah, she's just like this is not for me so that's the thing is and I was saying we're not here to take over we don't want to we don't need to we're just here to to, to get our piece of the pie and that's all it is. And do what we love. Yes, because we love it. I mean, really, you need to love plumbing to be sure. able to, to unblock a drain. Yeah. You want to carry a geezer. Anything with plumbing is, is not... Do you understand what it's like to, carry, to go into work in a roof? Yeah. I mean, it's 35 degrees Celsius. Have you ever? Oh, my word. I've climbed in there, but I don't know what to do in there. 
<laughs> like, can you imagine in that heat, 35 degrees with a gas burner sure. in there? I can't. I'm sorry. Like that's that's not that's not a cakewalk. Then offers you got like you get into a roof and the roof spaces. Some of us have got appendages that are a bit. <laughs> You know, <laughs> so you get into the roof and you have to like maneuver yourself. And someone says you're here just because for fun. No. And do you know what you look like after you come down from that roof? Brown. <laughs> 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 look like you had a, a rugby or a soccer game on a rainy day. Thank you. And my son was like, "Mommy, were you were you in a playground? What was happening?" <laughs> I mean, why else? Why else would you do what we do? Except for the love of it. There's nothing else. Yeah. <laughs> I like that playground. <laughs> I, I want to get back to what we what we said earlier on the conversation or talked about earlier on the conversation about, uh, you know, Lorraine, that you mentioned that there's a con- continuously things that go on to keep uh, the the auditors, um, you know, abreast or up to date with what is going on in the industry um, to keep them on their tiptoes and ensure that they are doing things correctly and according to uh, the, the applicable requirements. Um, so uh, I want to ask uh, you ladies that do you think that keeping yourself up to date forms part of CPD, the continuous professional development? Being a professional, um, any kind of professional, uh, whether you're a doctor, lawyer, plumber, if you're affiliated to a professional body, you need to keep yourself abreast of what's happening in your industry. Because um, can you imagine if your cardiologist, the last time he had looked at a textbook was 1975 <laughs> and now we're sitting in 2021. The same thing with a plumber. If the last time he looked at his textbook was when he graduated in 1991, mm. and now we're 20, we, what, 30 years later, mm. and he's now, sure, you know, you have to, as a professional, um, and have professional pride in yourself, is to make sure that you keep yourself um, well abreast of what's going on, well abreast of what your industry is, is developing. And then also, because what happens is that when you know what's happening and what's coming in your industry, you're able to prepare yourself better. Absolutely. And you're able to make sure that you are able to capitalize on that. I think a lot of the guys don't understand that, that part of it is that if you want to keep doing things the old way, imagine we still had cast iron people. Sure, when I did my trade test, t- cast iron, I, I couldn't. Mm. So if, I, if we were still using cast iron, no, that would not be conducive to our work environments of now and the pace that we have yeah. to work at. So if you're not adapting yourself and trying to capitalize on how am I going to capitalize on when this trend or when this this comes into fruition, then what exactly are you doing? Because you need to evolve as a human being continuously. Yeah. That's why species get in, become extinct because they refuse to evolve. Mm. But not only the plumbers, not only the plumbers, but so much the more also the auditors. Yeah. need to stay abreast with what's going on. New technologies, new methods, uh, new requirements, those kind of things. That you so much, the more than the plumbers need to stay, uh, you know, up to date with what is new, what has changed. Of course. <laughs> and also remember with being an auditor, it comes, look, some plumbers, they get the license and that's it, mm. you know. So we also help them to, to give them information with the, with the new, the latest developments, the latest technologies, because... In all honesty, most plumbers are very busy there. I don't think they do online. I know there's a lot that do online, but um, we personally, that's what I love about plumbing. You continuous, it's a continuous learning journey. You know, it, it, it's always evolving, you know. And, and, and because we, we, we go through these online courses frequently and these training sessions. So when we get to plumbers, you find that ever since he wrote the plumbing license, he's never done anything else. And then when when you give them that information, they learn as well. And they become very appreciative of that as well. So it's very important that we always have information. And that goes back to, from from an auditor's perspective, um, applying back into the 
the plumbing sector, the plumbers themselves, um, sharing your knowledge and your skills and your competencies with them. Yes. And then that's about the upliftment of the industry itself. Mm-hmm. Yes, and the um, apprentices as well. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Just before we say goodbye, it's time to hit the brakes one last time. We'd like to encourage our audience to follow Articulated Plumber on Instagram and Facebook, not only to find out more about the Man in the Van podcast, but also to learn more about any exciting and interesting news that we may have. Our handle on both Instagram and Facebook is Articulated Plumber. Do any of you have any last words or final statements to female plumbers who may be interested in becoming a compliance auditor? Don't be intimidated. That's the first thing I tell a female plumber. Never be intimidated. Get to know your standard. Get to know your job. Do your work well. You'll be okay. And there's lots of cake out there for everybody. <laughs> Plumbing will never go away. Yes. Society but cannot exist. Forever. Society will, yeah, yeah. Civilization cannot exist without plumbing. Yes. Simple as that. Okay, uh, uh, Nokatula? What advice would you give, ladies? You mentioned earlier on about your um, that moment in time where you had a slight bit of doubt and you overcame that doubt. What advice would you give to, to female plumbers who would like to or may be interested in becoming compliance auditors? Um, what I will say to like uh, young ladies who are interested in the plumbing trade, as um, Jamalila just said, um, just know your story. Do what you do best and everything shall work out just fine. Kate, a final word or a last word from you. I think I'll also give um, some advice to to females that are interested in becoming auditors or just becoming licensed plumbers that... um, you know, confidence is such a, a, an important thing when it comes to being a female, uh, a female in the plumbing industry. Just believing in yourself and 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 knowing that um, nothing is impossible as long as you have faith in yourself, as long as you believe that you can do it, and always asking for help. There's nothing wrong asking for help. You know, mm-hmm. just also just um I mean, with, with us females, one thing we don't like doing is obviously just joining and helping each other we just want to do better than the other person so that's why i'm just mentioning that it's it's important just to understand that you can ask for help you can ask for advice you can have a female plumber as your mentor Mm. it doesn't have to be a male Mm. that camaraderie yeah 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 I think uh kate's like hit on what what i was going to say as well is that you you need to have mentors um, you need to align yourself to people that are going to be able to help you on this journey. Because I know at the end of the day, you know, licensed plumber might not be your only path that you want to take. You wanna, might want to branch off into other sectors, into whatever it is, and even in your own sector and become, you know, part of it in different ways. So the best way for you to do that is to become part of, you know, to have a mentor and also to become part of uh, associations. I mean, go to our OPSA meetings, even if you're still an appy. Um, go to, you know, be, be where, where the knowledge is. 
um, you know, go, register on the LMS system. Make sure that you're keeping abreast of what's going on in the industry, not only when you become licensed, but while you still. Yes. So that when you have, so that you, so that when you are, you know, part of this whatever organization takes you for, for your your training, if you're showing yourself that you are diligent and that you really mean to make to make the best of this, um, it puts you on a different footing than everybody else. Yeah. And that's why you need to make sure that you keep yourself abreast of what's going on and also make yourself um, and and do things be part of be part of, um, of of initiatives you know at the end of the day people the worst people can say to you is no because that's what's got me so far in my life because everything else is like let me try works out works out if it doesn't doesn't mm-hmm. and that's what's got me to where I am is that you need to show up before yeah. any, no one's going to hand you anything you've got to show up for yourself no ticket no prize no none and research as well plays a huge role because if I had not researched what plumbing is, I could have taken bricklaying and I don't know where I could have been. So research as well plays a huge role. Ladies, I want to thank you so much again. I did it in the beginning of this episode, but I, I again want to thank you for your time and your effort and having come in and having had this conversation with me because it's an eye-opener. It's so interesting to hear from a lady's perspective and especially so much the more, uh, you know, women auditors or, or lady female auditors. Um, so thank you. Thanks for having joined me and thanks for this conversation. Thank you for having us. Thank you for thank having you us. Thank you for the time. Thanks for having <laughs> us. <laughs> and then lastly, thanks to our audience. We will see you next time. Finally, it's time to switch off this engine. Cheerio. Man in the Van podcast, your regular audio drive time companion. 